don't mind if I do. All right. Hi there, and welcome to Power Dunk, possibly the most chaotic and inconsistent podcast you don't ever listen to. Let's go crazy! Today we're going to talk some fighting game news, some podcast news, and we're going to wax lyrical about a little game I've been playing called Melty Blood. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. The king of dinosaurs. Alright! Not Luchasaurus from All Elite Wrestling, but the King of Dinosaurs himself from King of Fighters 14 was revealed this week as a character for King of Fighters 15. Fans of the SNK All-Stars Brawler will probably know King of Dinosaurs either as the KOD himself or from Garrow as Tizok. I've quite enjoyed playing Tizok in the past, especially in King of Fighters 11, I believe it was, when he took up the mantle of Team Fatal Fury with Terry and my boy Duck King. Game's still looking fantastic. There was a few interesting moves shown off by the King of Dinosaurs himself. The music was spot on as well. The game itself has been given a release date of next year now, very early on. I'm looking forward to it and hopefully the community manages to grow for this title and the game lasts more than a couple of weeks, which unfortunately was the fate of King of Fighters 14, which is a rather underappreciated fighting game in this honest caster's opinion. That's cool. The fathers of Street Fighter 2 have come together to produce or are coming together to produce a parody of Street Fighter 2. Don't you want a rematch? Former Street Fighter producer Yoshiki Okamoto has joined up with the designer for Street Fighter 2, Akira Nishitani, and the Street Fighter 2 planner, Noritaka Funamizu. You need to practice more. To create a new parody fighting game. Apparently they want to call it something along the lines of Street Fight 2, not Street Fighter 2, or something that kind of rolls along the cusp of just avoiding a lawsuit. Yeah, that makes sense! Apparently even more staff who've worked on Street Fighter in the past are joining the project. It's it's designed to be a digitally downloaded game with a smaller budget than a fighting game, though they have mentioned everyone's favourite. And it's going to have around 12 characters with 4 non-playable characters much like the original Street Fighter 2. Thank you to Event Hubs for the article. While I'm already triggered on the use of the word Rollback, the Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl Super Smash Bros. clone has been making waves with its own announcement that it will be running. Hashtag Rollback. For its online. So far, uh, the reception's been quite staggering for it. I'm hoping to have a look at it. Games Mill Entertainment, I think, or possibly Interactive, I will have to double check that one are developing the game or publishing it I believe. They also did the Cobra Kai game which was a guilty pleasure of mine. I did enjoy it. It was a fantastic if not a little bit too drawn out for a scrolling beat-em-up and of course it had that cheesy Cobra Kai style which when you're creating games for a licensed property the closer you are to the source material the better job you've done. Either way looking forward to seeing the Nickelodeon fighters I know a few people out there are looking forward to maining Nigel Thornbury or Spongebob or even a top tier Patrick. Personally, I'd be very interested to see if any Rocco's Modern Life gets a representation, but we'll see. JESUS! 
And to wrap up the news, I think it's important we talk about Guilty Gear Strive and its latest announcements. Uh, for those still interested, the Steam version still does not work for me, so I have reverted to the PlayStation 4 version. My quickest log on time for the Steam version was 25 minutes plus another 10 minutes to get online. Apparently, Ark are acknowledging it and looking into a patch, so hopefully this comes before or on the same day as the first downloadable character, the big chunkster himself, the Minister of Absolute Defence, Gold, Gold Lewis Dickinson. Dickinson. Anyone who has played through Guilty Gear Strive's story mode will know what an absolute legend this unit of a man is. While huge in stature, he carries around a coffin with a warning Area 51 label on it. Now, if you watch the trailer, you'll see that he gets help from an alien hand in there. It helps him adjust his hair and even gives him a minigun. He's got a, a laser eye, which sends lasers from a satellite up in God knows where. Looks quite fun. Uh, quite a slow character because obviously he's a big boy. But I, I am really looking forward to seeing how he plays. He's, he's going to suffer at the hands of Souls uh, 3S, but doesn't everyone. Either way, it was obviously going to be our boy Gold Lewis or the other new inclusion for the series, One Happy Chaos. I assume he'll probably come later into the first season pass now or maybe at the start of the inevitable season pass too. Uh, we shall see the next downloadable character releases next month or is at least shown off next month. Should release as well depending on schedules and whatnot as we all know Corona's had a massive knock on effect throughout not only the world, but the gaming industry itself. HERE COMES THE CHALLENGER! So, prior to this podcast, I will frankly admit I've had a little bit of writer's block. It's affected reviews and podcast writing and any content creation. Um, but I was inspired to do this episode after finally getting round to loading up Melty Blood Actress Again Current Code aptly named for an anime fighter. Now while I tend to rag on anime fighters, I do generally enjoy them, like I had a lot of fun with Million Arthur that I talked about in the previous cast. Um, I do think at times the abundance of mechanics is sometimes a bit egregious to the player and usually requires some form of PhD to play, whereas Guilty Gear Strive, I think, at points has hit the right point to be accessible for casual players and hardcore alike. I think it has stripped away some of its identity. Like, for example, bringing Jacko back just for the story because Jacko would have been a very difficult character for them to translate over to Strive's style of gameplay because she was very technical and is often described as playing Starcraft in a fighting game. So anyway, um, Melty Blood, actress again, current code, I'll never get used to that name. Uh, Anime fighting game, didn't have a visual novel story mode which I was quite happy about, it was straight into the arcade mode, I've done my button checks. Um, it's got three buttons, A, B, C, and then there's other buttons which do stuff like charge your attacks, your throws, um, and there's a, a block, well a counter button as well which was quite good, that come into play quite a bit. Um, graphically, very very strong, for the most part, there was a few 
sprites that didn't seem to have the same kind of love as others. Uh, my initial playthrough, I went through the game as a character I can't actually pronounce. But if I had to have a try, Nivenkus Summit? Nero? Chaos? Uh, the wiki has Neru Chaosu. Nero? Apparently, he's the 10th of the 27 dead apostle ancestors is a living mass of chaotic matter and was created from the accumulation of the lives of 666 creatures. How fucking goth is that? You're the most ultraviolet force on the face of the earth! Now from what I understand in terms of story, uh, there are visual novels and stuff knocking around online for Melty Blood, but it's... A title I only honestly started paying attention to when there was talk of the consoles getting a Melty Blood, which I believe is Melty Blood Type Lumina. Much easier name to remember. Regardless, I picked up a code for Melty Blood, I believe, off Fanatical, and give the game a whirl. I believe there is a community patched version knocking around I think uh, I do have access to that but I am not confident in my ability to play this online whatsoever as the version you can get on Steam doesn't have the greatest online it doesn't have everyone's favorite hashtag rollback the characters even though some of them weren't drawn the best some were absolutely phenomenal and the animations were so buttery smooth um, my boy chaos or whatever he was called Nero noises um, was a, a slower character whose dash was a, a teleport and he was kind of a combination between a priest and Zato one from Guilty Gear Strive comboing felt really really good it was um a very very tightly controlled game I got used to the inputs uh, the last boss was an absolute unit of a beast it had some kind of special ability which was unblockable which is lovely so you had to kind of beat her before she had a meter or at least coax her into using a meter then after throwing me around for a few rounds randomly she just stopped attacking and uh, perfected her. Um, I believe she was some kind of Egyptian goddess or something. I, I, I remember the name of Cyrus and it was a very Egyptian-y looking character art. Yeah, that makes sense. There were some other interesting characters on the roster. There was one who looked like a, a very Nosferatu-esque Dracula. Um, a lot of, lot of anime girls. It looked like a slice of life anime, but I believe there's a lot of magic and vampirism going around. As I say, I wasn't there for the story. I didn't, I didn't want to get lost in some kind of epic tale. I just wanted a pick up and play fighting game. And honestly, I, I, I can't find much to fault with it. It was one of them that when I'd initially finished my first arcade run with <laughs> Chaos, that I instantly picked another character and started doing it again. And then on my third run, I ended up picking a girl called CL, or CL, something like that. Um, kind of a, an enhanced version of her, and she had some re a really good attack where she would kick up some debris, and you could kick that with another move or hit it with a projectile, and it would turn that into a projectile as well. So it was kind of double damage. There's a lot of strategy in what you were doing and in your combos, and as I say, with <laughs> Chaos, I was really kind of 
picking up his combos quite quickly, it all felt natural, responded really well to my arcade stick, which is one of these small, hoary Nintendo Switch sticks. Not the best due to its size, but it, it, it'll do, and as I say, for a game that when I initially turned it on and it didn't have the most options, I was kind of worried of how I was going to end up mapping controls to it and whatnot. It picked it up fine, the game controlled well, and there wasn't too many buttons or mechanics going on that I couldn't follow the game. Judgment. So, looking into the new Melty Blood, the roster has reduced significantly from 31 down to, looks like, 7. And it's cited that it takes more hints from games like Guilty Gear, Exard and Grand Blue. Um, I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm, I've got my finger on the trigger to pre-order it, especially after playing the arcade one. Um, hopefully, again, much like with King of Fighters 15, people rally behind the game and get into it we can't have too many fighters and it'd be nice to see other games talked about more often rather than the usual street fighter tekken mortal kombat 11 and super smash brothers ultimate be interesting to see if evo next year we can get nickelodeon all-star brawl melty blood and i don't know what bio mutants or something i think but Biofreaks, that was it, Biofreaks on the Nintendo 64. Not quite Wu-Tang Taste the Pain, but you know, we can't all be the Wu. Let's go crazy! So this episode's got a little bit long in the teeth and I've ended up rambling a lot. I've probably mentioned Guilty Gear more times than I would like. Especially when I'm supposed to be talking about Melty Blood. As I mentioned, uh, a little bit of podcast news. Um, we're going to, and I say we as if I am more than a collective unit of one. It's just me and my multiple personalities. God bless them. I, we, me, them, are going to be launching a new cast on this. And it's going to hopefully kind of plug the gap between my solo casts called Gaming With Power which is going to be a collaborative effort between me and a new podcaster called Toasty, who I have spoken to many, 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 many times, and we have actually become the bestest of best friends, bonding over stuff like Guilty Gear Strive when it worked, and Schmops, and Doom, plenty, we've got a lot in common so we're going to do a joint podcast so gaming with power is probably going to be a lot closer to what the original version of power dunk was before it was just me on my own with my incessant ramblings talking about anime fighters games and getting in as many digs at them as possible such as my anime fighting game fan base shed comment or my overwhelming urge to just mention them fighting herds in any capacity and the, the whole rollback twitchy thing yeah we, we we know that yeah so keep an eye out for that there'll be news on my twitter toasty's twitter i'm probably going to spray paint it on a couple of walls konami and capcom i don't know why i said konami but yeah them too they both owe me a favor so expect an announcement in Street Fighter 5 and that new mobile Contra game that's coming out because when you think Contra, you think mobile game. Anyway, I've rattled on enough. My meds are wearing off. The heat's killing me and the whole setup I've had to do this podcast has been that slab slapdash. Yep, I, ne- I nearly said slapdash. That'd be some kind of 
cool move where you hit someone with a gravestone. Anyway, I've got all stuff everywhere. I need to sort it out because it's driving me absolutely mental. Either way, the next time you hear my voice, there'll potentially be another voice and it won't just be me doing some crap edits on Audacity or pretending to do voices because I'm a little strange like that. Also, still doing the streaming thing, the streaming's not quite consistent, but please ju jump in if you see me online, throw me a comment. Just want to do a few shout outs before I end the show. Uh, Trev from Trev's Gaming Room, aka Lord Schmuck, and 2Nimbus9 on Twitch. Check them out. Dace, formerly of Schmucktopia fame, is streaming Schmups and Stardew Valley at the minute. Very relaxing, very chill guys. Uh, as I mentioned, Gaming with Toaster, he's just started a new podcast, there'll be a link in the description. And, of course, Otaku Gamers UK, who I review for, and Nooksite, who I also review for as well. If, unfortunately, I forgot to give you a shout and a promise one, please give me a nudge or fight me outside, how about that? You people have not seen anything!